Welcome everybody to episode 128 of Podcateers. In this episode, we talk about a popular and very successful YouTuber quitting his daily vlog. Uh, there's a new trailer for Cars 3, and it looks like it's going to be the darkest movie in the franchise. We talk about the preview of the new animatronics that we're going to see in Avatar's World of Pandora at Walt Disney World. And new attractions are coming to Hong Kong Disneyland, along with its very own castle. I know, that's pretty exciting news for Hong Kong. Uh, did you guys know that Podcateers is partially supported by listeners like you? Well, it is. And if you want to become one of our podcast fairy godparents, you can do so by contributing as little as $1 on a monthly basis or even with a one-time contribution. To get a little bit more information, just head over to patreon.com slash podcateers or go to podcateers.com and click on the Patreon logo for more info. To all of our current fairy godparents, you guys rock. Thank you, guys. Additional support for Podcateers is provided by Amazon. The next time you plan on making a purchase on Amazon, please head over to podcateers.com slash Amazon. First, click on the big Amazon button prior to making your purchases. This won't cost you anything extra, but it will give us a small commission from Amazon as a thank you for using our link. And to everyone that's already using it, thank you guys. We truly appreciate the added support. On the interwebs, you can find us over on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and on YouTube. Just search for Podcateers. Please make sure to follow us and hit the subscribe button on our YouTube page for updates on new videos. And also, don't forget to swing by podcateers.com slash 128 for images and videos and additional comments on things that we talk about in this episode. So that's going to be it. I'm going to let you guys jump in. As always, thank you guys so very much for listening. This is episode 128 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. It was a complete accident. My son turned on the TV, and it was on. I just sat down. And what do I see? The Double Dare reunion show. Dude, I actually knew that it was going to be on. It was so good. And I remember thinking, I oh, man, I got a DVR this. Dude, I should have texted you. Ugh. You want to talk about nostalgia? All about it. It well, was. Did they actually do like the course or anything? Like, Did they go through the whole game? No, no. That was the one disappointing thing, at least for me. It wasn't. They weren't even really in a studio. It looked like they were. I don't even know where they were. But I think they were in some sort of hallway in Las Vegas and just... People walking around was basically the audience. So it's huh. very tiny. I thought they were actually going to do the entire like game. And no, stuff. I thought like, that's what it was going to be. No, they did it all like on a dance floor. It was huh. the weirdest thing. It was really small. I mean, but it was still fun. That's the, the important thing. And I enjoyed it. Wait, what was this on? Nickelodeon? Uh, Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And they brought back like. All the old cast, of course, the host, yeah. and uh, you know the other people that were there on the show, so good, man. I remember between so much slime between Double Dare and Fun House. It was like the two things oh, that I used man. to love watching, and I, I remember wanting to compete mm-hmm. in each of the shows, thinking eh, I could do all that. Those <laughs> obstacle courses, whatevs, I could do this. No, but now I'm all grown up. I want to be like on. The Amazing Race. I want to be on, like, what's that thing called? The oh, American like, Ninja Warrior. Oh, see, That's no, what I want to no, do. No, I'm thinking more Idiot Test. I love that one. Oh, I've never seen that one. Oh, it's so good. That or Wipeout. Like, oh, I think Wipeout, Wipeout would be Wipeout totally fun. Wipeout would be fun. <laughs> I would pay to see each of you on those shows. <laughs> <laughs> like, good money. Yeah? How yes. much? I just We just got to do, like, an audition tape. Well, make you know it what, happen. Mario? If you support us on Patreon, <laughs> <laughs> I will make this happen. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was pretty upset when I realized that I actually missed it. I wanted to watch it when I heard that it was happening. And then yeah. last minute, like two days later, I realized I missed this thing. Dude, my bad, man. I should have just texted you. Like, <sighs> I, right. I knew you were going to enjoy this, too. You know, I, I, I'm almost positive that it's either going to be rerun this weekend oh, or yeah. it's going to be, like, on demand because... It has it, to be. Yeah, it has to be. It was such a special thing. Wait, when was it again? The 23rd, I think, is when they aired it. So, Thanksgiving Eve. Something like that. Oh, wow. But with the magic of DVR, it's like it happened just an hour ago. <laughs> That's true. 
It's whatever you want it to happen, apparently. I'm sure Nickelodeon has some sort of streaming <clears throat> thing, right? Yeah, they have a lot of stuff on demand. I haven't actually checked to see if it's on there. Mm. But like I said, I'm sure that it will be. And if it's not, it's the power of YouTube. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> definitely going to show it again. It. They will definitely show it again. So, <clears throat> if you don't mind watching in clips. Uh, I don't, actually. I really don't. As long as I get a chance to see it, I really don't. Get to the slime. That's all you need. Right? (laughs) You know, now that we're talking about YouTube, can I tell you guys something? Okay. Okay. So, you guys know that I watch a lot of YouTube. Too Mm -hmm. much, actually. Too much sometimes. need help? I might, actually. You need help, I do watch a lot more YouTube than I watch actual TV Mm -hmm. now. And... You know, there's a lot of people on YouTube that inspire a lot of other people. And one of the most popular vloggers on YouTube this last week uh-huh. uh, just basically said that he was going to quit doing what he's been doing for the last two years. Who? Casey Neistat. Uh, and for a lot guy, of our listeners. Is that the guy with the, the Ray-Ban glasses? With the Ray-Bans, yeah. yeah so yeah. a lot of our listeners may or may not be familiar with Casey's work. Uh, Some people became really familiar with Casey last year when he and a friend of his did a magic carpet on a on a boosted board, which is a skateboard with a remote control. Yeah. He dressed as Aladdin and rode through the streets of New York. I love that video. I love Mm -hmm. that video, too. And uh, if you guys haven't seen it, it was a really cool video. I'll I'll go ahead and I'll throw it in the blog post for the episode. Just check it out. Podcateers.com slash 128. Now. The thing about Casey Neistat is that he was a filmmaker, you mm-hmm. know, that that became really, really popular on YouTube after he did some stuff. Uh, it, it was like this Apple video where he was talking about like Apple's battery or the warranty or something like that. And uh, he was basically talking bad about how their policy was just horrible. Mm. It became viral. Uh, he picked up some traction. Uh, he did an HBO show with his brother. Wow, and then this was he's quick. Done... We need to make some sort of iPod review. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, he he made a... Um, Samsung he's... blows up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think we're late on that one. Uh, he's done a couple things for Nike, uh-huh. you know, uh, for their company. And one day, uh, I think it was like March 2015, he just decided, you know what? I'm going to do a daily vlog. Hmm. And the thing about Casey was that he wasn't the first one to vlog on YouTube. You know, before that, there was plenty of vloggers. There was plenty of people posting videos. But Casey brought this, like, almost movie-like cinematic view to a YouTube video. Mm. You know, before it was just these, like, really low-res videos. And Casey changed the game. Like, a lot of daily vloggers, and even not the daily vloggers, modeled how they shoot according to how Casey does it. Right. As a matter of fact, I'm one of those people. The fact that I carry around a gorilla pod with my camera on, you know, to the parks. When with you me, ride your skateboard? No, uh-huh. that I don't do. <laughs> I learned my lesson. <laughs> Uh, the fact that I carry around a gorilla pod was something that I took from Casey. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's hard when you jump into YouTube because there's so many talented people. And at the same time, there's so many untalented people on there. <laughs> but the thing is that when you see somebody like like Casey's work, you want to do what he does. And so you start to model what you do after guys like Casey. And I've fallen into that trap too. And I mean, we're very, very new to the YouTube space. So I think for us, it's a matter of finding our own rhythm and finding what best suits us. Some of our listeners may actually already know the story that when I was going to school, I actually went to do video production and motion graphics and special effects. That's what I wanted to do when I grew up, (laughs) you know, but, uh, you know, life happened and some things changed and I'm doing different things now. The podcast was a creative outlet for me at the time when I felt in my life, the creativity inside of me was dying. That's really where the idea to do this podcast came from. That's so morbid. It's not morbid. <laughs> it's not because, you know, you go through stages in life and you Are you realize, trying to be inspirational? Because you're no, not. I'm, not. I'm just telling you. I'm, look, I'm trying to tell you. You're like my what's... inner soul died. <laughs> I mean, you say that, but he got you to be on this. So. Oh, that's true. <laughs> See, but I was with him. My soul was dead, too. So. <laughs> And it's still dead. A little bit. I mean, mine's rejuvenated. You're still dead, but whatever. (laughs) I mean, he does have a black heart, right? (laughs) Um, But yeah, really, I mean, at the time, it was just a really 
bad point in my life where creatively I didn't feel like I was being fulfilled. You know, when I was younger, I used to draw a lot. Right. I used to, you know, sing a lot. I used to do all sorts of artistic things. And I feel like I begin to, I began to lose that mm. as I grew older, especially with my old job. Like I was just in traffic all the time. My schedule was crazy working from home all the time. It was insane. It was just miserable. Mm. Working from home was miserable. It sure was. <laughs> when it's not for you, trust me. When it's not for yourself, working yeah. from home, miserable, dude. You set your own schedule, bro. Come on, relax. No, no, no. I mean working from home after I had already put in 12 hours at work. Mm -hmm. So, it, trust me, it wasn't the nicest thing in the world. Uh, so, I started watching a lot of these videos on YouTube. And There's a problem. No, it wasn't. It, trust me, it helped. Stop watching that and do something. I, I am doing something. We're doing this weekly. Uh, so, you know, I watched Casey's videos and they're very well produced, you know, right. because he's a filmmaker before it's you know, really he good. was a vlogger. He has a really good sense of, you know, how to put together a story with what he's doing. And I, and that's one of the things that I'm trying to learn to do with our own videos. His editing is really good. His editing, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the hardest things that you can do. Being a vlogger on YouTube, I got to give props to all these people that do it, not just on a weekly basis, but on a daily basis Dude, especially. let's mm -hmm. go daily. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you, Javier. Uh, come on. You know, I hear the words coming out of your mouth. Let's do it. I hear the words coming out of look, your mouth. Look, and you know what? Is, our version will be a 30 second one. Just 30 seconds. And gotcha. We're you know what? Call that your version. You know what? I, I'm pretty sure that's called Insta Stories or something. <laughs> I love it. I'm pretty sure you could do it there. Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, when we put together our videos, I'm trying to learn that whole storytelling sure. aspect. And I've seen the your progression on your editing as well. I, I think it's getting better. Mm. You know, I'm, it's definitely not where I would want to be, but... The hardest part about putting a video for YouTube together, I'm finding, is not making it look like somebody else's product. Mm. And Casey made it really easy to follow that formula right. because his style is very formulaic. And if you look at tons of vlogs, a bunch of people follow that same that same formula. And if it works for you, then that's awesome. It works for you. But... I've taken some pieces of how Casey does his, and I've begun to integrate them into what we do, mm -hmm. uh, but also add our own spin to it. Like some of our editing fades into itself the way that his doesn't. His is very hard cuts. Right. And I, I kind of like that like movie approach to how like our vlogs look. And like, well, like uh, wipes and fades. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you, you feel like one scene is transitioning. It's kind of like Disneyland. The best example I can give you is the way that Frontierland just basically fades into New Orleans Square. Mm -hmm. Before you're done with one scene, you're already kind of mentally in the next scene. Ah, this is why you don't like Soaring Over the World. Because it's just too hard. Oh, dude. I think you just cracked that case. Yes. I think you're right. <laughs> no joke. I think you're right. Exactly right. Whoa, I Sherlock Javi. <laughs> What? Um, Sherlock Holmes. So yeah, with Professor Whip over here. <laughs> Dole <laughs> Whip, get it right, <laughs> Professor Whip. So yeah, man. Just uh, the idea of editing these YouTube videos is very difficult. So anybody that does it, uh, I tip my hat to you. And anybody that does it on a daily basis, you know, I I give you all the props in the world. I don't know how you do it. Find the time, find a way to tell a story every single day. And let's be honest, every video that you watch every day is not going to be a winner. I don't know. But just bro. doing it. It looks easy. It looks <laughs> easy. It sure does look easy. And then you start doing it and realize that it's right. 10 times harder than you anticipated. Yeah, it's the, hour, the, the hours, man. It is. Yeah. And especially like with hours, so much goes into me trying to create that seamless integration in all of the scene in all of the scenes that I'm producing that it just it takes me 10 times longer to make a vlog mm. than I want it to. You'll get better, so, don't worry. Yeah, I do think that's going to happen. <laughs> no, I really do. Like you're saying it like you're being a jerk, but I really do think that that's going to happen. Yeah, and man. when it does, you know, I I hope 
that we have a million subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Casey basically decided that this week he was just going to kill his daily vlog. Get out of here. Yeah, he just... But it's so successful. It's super successful. He like, gets like 22 gotten... million views a video. Uh, I mean, not quite that many per well, video. It's well, the in, Nike it's one It's like did. 5 million to 6 million. <laughs> it is in the millions. Right. Uh, he's gained a, a ton of subscribers and... Just the fact that he's got about 5 million people subscribed to his channel says a lot for how he does his craft. Let me tell you, that's actually very frustrating for, for me. At least for us, it should be. That's like one of our goals, to reach the masses. And he reached it, and he's like, eh, you know what? I'm going to walk away from it. You know what? You're not the only one that's thinking that. There's so many, especially YouTubers, that mm -hmm. think exactly the same way that you're thinking. It's like, wait a second. You're basically turning your back on the girl you came to the dance with. Right. I think he wanted to make it clear that he's not quitting YouTube. Mm -hmm. He's still going to create videos, and he's still going to post things to YouTube. It's just not going to be on a daily basis anymore. Uh, as a person that's trying to refine his creativity, you know, it's like a muscle. You know, if you don't use that muscle, you lose it. Think about some of your artwork. How long did you go without drawing? And the time you started drawing again, like you basically said to me, dude, my hand hurts. Like I haven't done this in so long. It hurts to draw right now. Mm -hmm. And you're an amazing artist. Yes, you know? I am. But <laughs> 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 hashtag humble brag. <laughs> but you remember but yes, how you felt. A lot of rust. You got to get the rust off. And yes. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's how it feels for me. Like the fact that I haven't been able to be as creative as I wanted to be in the right. last like eight or nine years. Like it just, it, it's something you have to rebuild. You mm -hmm. know, you have to stop thinking anal analytically and you have to start thinking creatively again. Mm -hmm. And uh, Casey did that for a lot of people. You know, he inspired a lot of people. I didn't start really watching his videos until earlier this year mm -hmm. because I did get a lot of inspiration. Mm -hmm. Like, I was actually thinking about getting a drone to do drone <laughs> footage the way that Casey does. He He has like $500 drones, though. No, he's got like two thousand dollar drones. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was. I wanted to do that. You know, some of the time lapses I had already begun to integrate into upcoming videos. I'll upload like a private video. I'll send it to you guys and to other people, and then say, "Is this too Casey?" Mm -hmm. And that's always been in the back of my head. Like, I want to take the elements that I like and I respect of his work, but then put our own twist on it because right. I want it to be our own. Exactly. You know? So. It's hard. I think my biggest issue, it's not really an issue, but my thing became, why really vlog about you're going to stop doing something and just do what you intend to do? Uh, because I think he owes it to the fans. If you invest 18 months of your life peeking into somebody else's like that, mm -hmm. uh, you would miss it. You basically begin to see them as a part of your extended family. And I think that's what happens. You know, you want to hear if they're not going to do it anymore. I would rather hear, hey, I'm not going to do this anymore than just not them doing it anymore. Right. You know, because you get at least some kind of closure and at least an explanation that, hey, I'm doing something else. Continue following me as I go on this next journey. You know, you see the evolution of what's happened. Okay. I mean, it's the equivalent of TV shows, if you think about it. Uh, any show that you're really kind of committed to doesn't just come to an abrupt halt. You're going to get an announcement that there's a series finale happening way ahead of time. Mm -hmm. At least you hope so. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, I mean, it's the shows you committed to that didn't get canceled. <laughs> um, it's uh, happening more often than not now. But it's just the same thing, you know? Like, you, you get the announcements ahead of time, so you get that closure. So, you, I mean, you're not really comfortable with it, but... I mean, you just kind of have to accept it. And they give you plenty of time to do that. And that's exactly what they're doing with this, too. Mm. Makes me think of Frank Sinatra. He did it his way. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's a good analogy. Bro. <laughs> Except not really, because he's claiming that vlogging wasn't really his way. Exactly. <laughs> I know a lot of you guys out there listening may not even watch Casey or may not like Casey because... You Who know, doesn't like Casey? Oh, there's tons of people that oh, don't like on. Casey. He's awesome. Uh, but, you know, it did get me thinking a lot about what I want to do, you know, going on with my career. Because mm -hmm. how I want to integrate that creative stuff into my life is still something that I'm trying to figure out and 
trying to find time to still be a husband and trying to be a parent and trying to be a friend, which sometimes I suck at all of those. And sometimes I'm great at them. But humble brag. No, it's not a humble brag at all. I mean, it's it's <laughs> literally me saying that I I know that mm. I don't always pay as much attention as I should. Yeah, you know, to I, my family and friends. I, I need a lot of your attention, dude. You do, he does. and he does, you're yes. so needy. Yeah, dude, it's kind of like, annoying. Gimme, gimme, gimme. That's always what you say. Yeah. Right. Like give you don't me another shirt. You don't text me anymore. Why? I see you enough. <laughs> you don't take him to Disneyland enough. You don't take yeah, me well, to... he goes on it. He goes by himself much more than I go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, like I said, it's not like my world ended or something. But it did get me thinking a lot about you know how I want to right. remold you well, know my career over the next five to six years. Let's and do it, bro. What I want to do. Let's do it. Do what? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't uh, know what I'm gonna do. When you know, let me know. When. When you know, let me know. Yeah, yes. okay. That I, I guess that makes sense. It makes absolute sense. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll totally let you know. <laughs> uh, I guess it's, like I said, I love editing videos, and I would love to be able to produce. My goal was, remember when we started the YouTube channel, my goal was to do one video a week? Mm-hmm. That hasn't always happened. <laughs> it's, it's happened less than I would have wanted. I mean, it worked great for like, three weeks at yeah. one point i'm happy you, n- you didn't call it the weekly vlog or i something. know i'm so <laughs> glad that i didn't but you know like i said i love doing it i want to try to find more time to do it and balance out some of the other stuff that uh, i need to start getting rid of that just aren't helping me cr- progress in the actual career that i want right you know game on i guess i need to find a career you should find a career yeah. they're good for you i think so too what would your career be javier hmm I would love to go into the animation world, uh, specifically storyboarding. That'd be fun. Take a script, draw it out, be like, bam, here you go, Spielberg. This is my vision. Now film it. Spielberg? Yeah. Really? DreamWorks? Look. (laughs) Really? You'd go to DreamWorks? (laughs) Really, Javier? Name me a Disney No, you know what? Just go to DreamWorks. (laughs) I don't keep Just telling the story. Like, <laughs> it's interesting. Casey, here you go. <laughs> He's not Disney either. <laughs> He's not Disney. Walt, look. Oh, <clears throat> buddy, I, I, have, I have some bad news for you. What's wrong? You, you won't be able to give it to Walt. Why not? He doesn't like you. <laughs> it's true, he doesn't. <laughs> I remember taking storyboarding classes oh, with you. So much fun when we were in school. Yes, it was. I know it was one of my favorite classes, just mm-hmm. because our professor was so awesome. Well, he was cool. Yeah. Ah oh, man, I miss those days. Do you though? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you would be awesome at it. So I think why don't you start storyboarding some of the YouTube videos? Yeah. Or you know what? What? You should do your own animated, like, flipbook style things for, like, Instagram for us. Mm. That's what I think you should that do. That takes a long time. It sure does. It'll keep you quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a child. You know what? I'm going to start now. Awesome. Mario. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's like, oh, darn, what? <laughs> Damn, I got to talk. <laughs> I thought I was going to cruise by on this <laughs> exactly. one. So far, so good. <laughs> what, what would you do, Mario, if you had to choose? A mime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> no, that requires too much movement. Too much movement. Yeah. <laughs> Un- unless you're in the box. I'm claustrophobic. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you do then? I don't know. Be like that girl in the Tower of Terror ride. What did she say? I can't, I can't handle, handle it. it. I can't <laughs> handle it. <laughs> the pressure. I'd be mean, like, you're uh. a terrible mime. <laughs> oh. oh, man. That would be day one. Exactly. Uh. Turn the light in your own invisible box. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Closing his eyes. He's acting all crazy. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, you'd be funny doing that. Maybe we should put you on YouTube being oh, a mime. Yeah, that's a terrible idea. 
I don't like this one bit. I love, I love it. All right. Well, um, I think we should move on, but I just want to say, Casey, thank you for the inspiration. Rest Uh, in peace. Like, (laughs) 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 just a vlog. You're a dork. Uh, Like I said, I know many of you out there don't even know who Casey is, but you know, he was inspirational to me. So I just want to say thank you. Let's do. Let's move on. <laughs> You're a dork. I was trying to have a tender moment. Oh man, I was saying sorry. thank you to Casey, and then you went and ruined it. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh Javier, <laughs> I've been saying that a lot lately. Yeah. <laughs> it can be recurring words on yeah, this seriously. episode. I'm just gonna make a sound bite and just play it like, from now oh, on. Javier. Put it on the random Mario soundboard. <laughs> yes. Oh, we should bring that back. Yeah, we should. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Disney stuff. Hey, let's do this. Did you guys watch the uh, holiday special that they did? I did. I did. What did you guys like and dislike about it? Fast forwarding. <laughs> <laughs> Was that your like and your dislike? <laughs> I did fast forward through a lot of it, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I like. I, I liked a lot of the artists that were on there. Mm-hmm. Um uh, there was just some that I just could not stand. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Boys to Men was good. Boys to Men was awesome. Okay. I always loved watching good. Boys to Men. Uh, I I love listening to JoJo sing. Mm-hmm. I remember listening to her yeah. years ago when she first debuted. She was really young and has this like powerhouse of voice. Absolutely. I think she was like thirteen or mm. fourteen or something when she first debuted. Uh, had a couple of really successful singles, but she still sounds great. Yeah, you know, she did a song by herself by the Tree of Life. Oh yeah, uh, at that Animal was Kingdom. good. Yeah, it was a really good song. Uh, and then uh, she sang with Boyz to Men in mm-hmm. front of uh, Cinderella Castle. And uh, yeah, those were probably a couple of my favorite performances. Oh, the One Republic song was really good. One too. Republic stuff was amazing. Yeah, they I'm sang a... Kids, and then they sang What a Wonderful World cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a really great version. Uh, I know I fast forwarded through Flo Rida's song. <laughs> Florida? I think he did, Florida song. Yes. Yeah. I think he did like two of them. And he did, uh, of course, and I, as soon as they said that Flo Rida was going to be a part of it, I was you like, mm, my house. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be it. And, and uh, sure enough. And sure enough, it's the first thing that he <laughs> sings. And look, I have this love hate relationship with, with my house because Lynette has said it before and I kind of feel the same way. You know, I show up to Disneyland and I kind of feel like that. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the same time, it's like, it's this song again. Yeah. And my kids love it. Like they're in the car and they want to hear it. My oldest over likes and it over. Yeah. So, all right. Well, if the kids like it, I'll tolerate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did fast forward through that. Uh, I think I fast forwarded through like Trisha Yearwood and um, Guy. Garth Brooks. And Garth Brooks performance. <laughs> I I don't know why. I spazzed out on his name, dude. <laughs> um, and there was a couple other things that I ended up fast-forwarding through. But uh, in oh, general... Dancing with the Stars in the beginning? No, I I, I watched that, and it was okay. Uh, yeah. It just it was a standard performance. It yeah. was very reminiscent of the one that they did last year. Last year they did it all at Disneyland, though, right? I believe so. This yeah. one is they did it entirely from from Magic Kingdom. Well, Ep, uh, all of Walt Disney World because they did it from Animal Kingdom and Epcot uh, and Magic Kingdom. Mannequin Challenge was pretty good. What? Okay, so was it really <laughs> the Mannequin Challenge? Totally was. Or was it just that? Well, they, they were... tried. They tried. What okay, but was it really, or was it just the fact that they were? It was like the intro to the video. No, it was a mannequin challenge because the camera was moving through the exactly. crowd. Why haven't we done this, guys? We should. We would be terrible at it. Us. That's why. All three of us. You know that intro actually reminded me more of like Saved by the Bell when Zach Morris would freeze time, but he would be the only one that moved. Someone said that he was the inspiration for the mannequin challenge. Oh really? Actually. Get what? out of here! For this timeout. Oh, no that's way. funny. That would be a funny mannequin challenge if they got the cast from Saved by the Bell back at like Bayside and he just like timed them out. Are you listening <laughs> to this, Jimmy? Make, Make it happen. It happen. <laughs> this if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Jimmy Fallon. Yes. Good, so, luck, good luck with Screech, though. <laughs> so I believe it was still the mannequin challenge at the beginning, except that dude at the end ruined it. That Derek Huff guy. Why did they keep putting the camera on him? <laughs> he was He was kind of the host. <laughs> He was? Yeah, him and his sister were 
for the They're host. brother and sisters? Yeah, they're related. Really? Yeah, it, it seems... They don't dance like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Uh, I think it, uh, with you, Mario, I think I was having the conversation with you that uh, Derek and, and Julianne Hough very much remind me of Donnie and Marie Osmond. They are this generation's Osmond. So they're not married. No, they're brother and sister. Brother and okay, yeah. hey, all yeah. right. They do a lot of appearances together, and they just—they really do remind me of like Donnie and Marie. Mm. It's that performing like duo, sibling duo. Yeah, and equally talented, right? You say so. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm on Team Jules, but whatever. <laughs> um. What else happened this last week? Oh, dude. What? Did you guys see the Cars 3 trailer? Yes. What did you guys think of it? Incredible. Right? Mario, did you watch it? I did. I thought it was the greatest trailer for a Forza video game I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dude, good I didn't one. Even, I didn't even think of it yeah. like that, but it totally looked like a Forza trailer. Yes. Unreal and real at the same time yeah you know what that was actually one of the things that stuck out to me like the first thing that i saw was the realism uh in it were you guys fans of cars 2 i barely remember especially yeah i i barely remember it too okay so i i love the first cars i know a lot of Mm -hmm. people aren't big on the first cars i love the first cars it's a lot of desert well i like the first cars a lot Mm -hmm. i didn't like the second one all that much like i just thought Making I, I got nothing against Mater, okay? But the story that revolved around him, just like it wasn't all that great, mm-hmm. at least not to me. Uh, but this one, it's so weird because in my head, like all these crazy scenarios about what Cars 3 is going to be about are yeah. now flo- like flying through. And all I'm thinking is like, okay, Lynette posed one earlier. She's like, he's going to get amnesia, and he's not going to know who he is. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's an interesting theory. That is an okay. interesting one. For me, I just think it's just really going to be a retelling of the Hudson Hornet story. It's basically going to be lightning going through what the Hudson Hornet went through, had an accident, couldn't go back to racing, and then he just kind of retires, and he's got to train a trains the next car. generation. Mm. So I think that's going to be the transition. To karate how going kid. To Basically, it's yes. kind of the karate kid cars. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, rumor circulated a long time that it did have to do with, like, amnesia. Um, yeah, realism, as far as the graphics were concerned, absolutely mind-blowing. These guys just keep getting more and more impressive I know. with the stuff that they're putting out. But real, yet very real. Just this scene, this slow motion, tragic moment that's happening. Mm-hmm. I had a listener ask me a very intriguing question. Who do you guys think this trailer catered to? A much older crowd. I believe it. I don't think this was for kids. I NASCAR think this was fans. redemption. But Oh, that's a good demographic. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing to me is this movie is not going to be like revolve around this specific scene. I think it'll open the movie. But I think we're going to get to the part you're talking about where it's going to get like a little more what we remember Cars to be. Yeah. I, it's going to be – I feel like it's going to be a much darker movie. I don't think so. I you don't think so? Like I think it was just a trailer that was trying to catch like people's attention. But whose attention? I mean obviously it's a Disney Pixar movie so it's going to be catered to kids. Mm-hmm. But I really think that they're making an effort to pull in an older crowd – and I hate to say it like this, but maybe to make up for Cars 2. <laughs> or Planes. That's or, fair. Well, Planes isn't – stop bringing <laughs> up Planes. Planes, is, planes is on another plane. I actually want to agree with you that it might be a darker movie. I saw a meme that, that showed uh, Cars 1, and it said it was like this is a, comparing it to a Marvel movie. And then Cars 3 was comparing it to Marvel on Netflix. Marvel on Netflix oh, is dark. It is. Like that this trailer alone, I mean, it's already like spinning off the idea that it's going to be a darker movie. I don't believe that's going to be the case. I do agree with you. This trailer is to cater to an older crowd because it's the crowd that grew up with Cars 1. Okay. Yeah, but at the same time, yeah, you know what? I I agree with you. It's it's hard not to agree with that just because of what you see in that trailer. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you have to leave it open enough that the next generation will hop on. Which which is interesting to me because that's what I was thinking too. You don't leave it appealing to like kids. 
you're asking why did Lightning McQueen just crash? Especially to kids now it, that are barely seeing the movies it, for the first time. Exactly. So or for the, the people, like we said, that have already grown attached to the characters, okay, now they moved on, they're older, they're not that much older, but if they were already within like a teen or young adult like age range and have their own kids now, they're going to bring them to the movie. So I think yeah. you're catering to like the older demographic with this trailer hmm. because you already have that attachment to Lightning McQueen and you're like, oh my God, what just happened? I wonder if this is kind of the beginning of an evolution in the Disney movies where they begin to cater to an older crowd. Mm. R.I.P. Lightning McQueen. I don't think he's dead, dude. <laughs> <I> think, <laughs> he just, just lost a tire. I think he'll just, be fine. Just lost a tire. <laughs> you, yeah. I think he's going to be okay. No, he's dead. Pit stop. <laughs> what? Pit stop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you need a, you need a paint job. <laughs> See, good as gold. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was good, man. Also, did you guys see the animatronic of uh, the sneak peek of the animatronics that are going to be going into Pandora? Uh, you made me, and yes. Dude, Talk about lifelike. What did you think? It was spectacular. Scary. And this is coming from Javier. Yes. <laughs> this is coming from Javier, <laughs> who, you know, every right is the same. <laughs> so uh, I want to actually hear, uh, aside from spectacular, <laughs> what else did you think, Adam Sandler? Ooby doo! I'm gonna agree with Mario. It was scary, too, too real. Yeah. I mean the 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 subtleness of the movement of the eyebrows and the forehead, parts that you don't wouldn't even think would move on an animatronic was moving. Mm-hmm. Th- that was the scary part. Yeah, the points of they're ruling the world. Ooh, no, they is, are. Is that where our robot overlords are going to come from? Uh huh. Well, artificial I, intelligence. I for one bow down to our robot overlords. <laughs> I think I'm going to be okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree with you. The eyebrows did look amazing, but really what did it for me was the movement of the lips mm-hmm. and the mouth. I think speech is one of the hardest things that you can animate, whether you're doing 3D animation or whether you're doing an animatronic. And it's always hard because of how many muscles like your jaw has to like form out letters and form out like these these sounds. And that was one of the first things that stuck out to me. And she says the first line, but then she turns away and she says, is that okay? Mm-hmm. Like she was an like, actress. Yeah. And Real. that's where it fades. And it just like, it blew me away. It's like, oh my God, Javier was right. They're like taking over the <laughs> yeah. world. It was so great. If you guys haven't seen it, head over to the website right now, podcasters.com slash 128 and check out the video. Uh, I know we just mentioned Cars 3. I'm going to go ahead and put the trailer for that up there as well in case you guys haven't seen it. Check them out. Leave us a comment regarding the Cars trailer and what you guys think of this new animatronic because this is just one step towards bringing that type of animatronic over to Disneyland because of Star Wars Land. You know, but now I can I just tell you guys that... Wait, this is Disney? Yeah, dude. It's for Walt Disney World. Why? Pandora's you didn't know that? Pandora's to... going to Animal no. Kingdom. Why? That's not Disney. It is now. It is now. When Avatar first came out, uh, it was widely well-received. You know, the animation and just the graphics, the 3D, the worlds that they created was just kind of unseen before. Right. But it's been so many years between when the movie was released and when the park is going to open. I don't even get the relevance in this. A lot of people don't. And Where's the connection? There kind of isn't. That's the thing. It's like, okay, so the fact that Imagineering is creating all these wonderful-looking uh, illusions for that area, like there's going to be uh, touch-sensitive walkways where they change color when you're walking, the bioluminescence of a lot of the areas and the dark ride that they're going to have. It all looks amazing. It's, as Mario would say, it's Imagineering at its finest. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, but like – like you said, like, why is Avatar still relevant? Like, it's not like it's made a Disney. Can- is there another movie coming out that I don't know about? Or I something? think like, so, but still, like, 
why it was done. The story was fine. I never understood why they even made the deal to bring Avatar. Like, I'm sure it's going to look amazing. And if I ever fly to Disney World, I know that I'm going to enjoy seeing it. Mm-hmm. I just, like you said, I don't see the connection. Look, I mean, look, I'm, I'm confident that I don't have the correct answer here. But... Oh, we all do. Right. Thank you. <laughs> so... <laughs> it, it, it goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning of this episode, okay? And the whole thing you were talking about, uh, Casey, needing a challenge. There is no question that the world of Pandora is just this surreal environment. Yes. And to be able to bring that into our reality one way or another is challenging and impressive when pulled off. I agree. If they're going to make any kind of connection, it's because we're watching the evolution of Imagineering. They're constantly evolving, constantly improving things. We were blown away not two months ago by the realistic movements of Elsa in the Frozen ride at That's Walt true. Disney World. Now it puts it to shame, doesn't it? It does. It really does. Like you said, I think the most impressive part, because they're not human, but how much closer are we getting to making animatronics look human? The most impressive well, part was... Dude. In the movement of the cheeks. I yes. think we're already kind of there though, because it's it's not just it's not just imagineering. I mean, if you think of the work that the guys over at Garner Holt are doing, mm-hmm. they I mean, they go to conventions and they have like animatronics like Lincoln. And if you see like some of their newest things that they're producing, it's so lifelike. Mm-hmm. It if you if you've had all like an animatronic head of Lincoln <laughs> and a person like under uh, like up to I don't know. What are you know, saying? Covered, uh, I don't. <laughs> this even is how know. mind blown he it's, is right now. My brain is just <laughs> all over the place. All I all I know is it is an uncanny resemblance to Lincoln, mm-hmm. as far as I know, because as far as exactly, I, it looks but, just like the penny. But yeah. more important, <laughs> more importantly, it looks like a human head. That's what's scary. This okay. is like a Stephen King novel, man. It's scary. It is. But mega impressive. Look, Hazen couldn't even say what no, these people are creating. <laughs> and these people are creating them. Like, <laughs> how do I know this is really Hazen in front of us? It, you know what? You're right. Yeah. You're right. Look like there's smoke coming out of it. Uh, look, look. It, oh, it's glitching. Uh, it's glitching. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we need Hazen Does 2. not 0. compute. Does not compute. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, everything that they're doing is amazing. Uh, like I said, I know that everything that they bring to Star Wars Land and all the stuff that they're doing in Avatar is, like you said, is pushing the limits. And it kind of goes along with what Bob Chapek said. He basically challenged Imagineering to dream big. Mm-hmm. You know, this was in, he basically told them, we're going to redo Epcot. And that's one of the biggest announcements that came out of this last week. And uh, also with Hong Kong, we'll talk about that in a moment. But. Epcot hasn't had any love since it opened. The The world of the future is kind of the world of the past, just like our own Tomorrowland. But you're saying this is the whole theme park. This is the whole theme park. Wow. So he basically said that all, all the overhaul that Epcot is going to get, he said it's going to be very Disney, very timeless, and very family-friendly. So I don't know what else they're going to bring to Epcot, but I know that it's getting an overhaul. Mm-hmm. And if this is kind of the beginning of what we're going to see from Imagineering, dude, Epcot is going to blow people away. At least that's what you're hoping, right? Right. That you're seeing the evolution of it, like you said. This Mm -hmm. is the greatest Disney magic of making us believe Avatar's Disney. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just like, I mean, who knows? They may end up buying the property as well instead of having to pay James Cameron. Right. Hey, speaking of paying other people, quick sidebar – this last week, they announced that, you know, we're getting Guardians of the Galaxy here at right. the Tower of Terror. Right. The tower, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror in Florida, yeah. will not be changing to Guardians. Oh, really? They have decided that they are going to keep it the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror over there. I don't understand. I thought the whole point was that they couldn't use the rights to Twilight Zone anymore. No, it's not that they couldn't. It's that they didn't want to keep paying the licensing fee if they already had a property that they could put in there. It's not that they couldn't. They could definitely keep paying it. But the millions or billions or however much they were spending on it, they could save it and invest it back into the parks, which is what they're doing. I'm still confused. 
It's business talk. Don't worry about it. Here, mm. play with this. What'd you say? Hey, you play just with give them a ball of yarn? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, if if they're not paying all the licensing fees to mm-hmm. be able to use the name Twilight Zone here in the park, they're able to invest that money into something else. And But they're willing to spend it over there. You know, I I I kind of feel like the reason that they decided to leave it over there was because of the backlash here. It may not be the case, but I personally feel that they kind of heard the people and they heard that one people were going to miss the fact that it was the Twilight Zone Tower. I mean, Mario said it last week. You know, they basically heard Podcateers and they said, you know what? <laughs> that Mario guy said that it was in his heart mm-hmm. and that he was going to miss it. And he may not write Guardians when it opens. That other guy, Hazen's like, ah, I'll write it whenever. Right. And then that Javier guy's like, I'm going to not. <laughs> <So> <laughs> they basically know, right. you know, that people were upset about losing the Tower of Terror here. Or, Aside from that. Or they just don't want to progress. Uh, they may want to progress, but I think out of both structures, the one in Florida makes the most sense to keep of the it, two of them. Because it looks better and it's, it's a better just, ride. It's not just that it looks better. The ride itself is different. Mm. And it's, uh, you know, from the videos that I've seen and from the conversations I've had with other people, it's the superior of the two because it physically leaves the elevator shaft goes through like a little dark ride portion, reattaches itself, and then you do your drops. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's got all that extra stuff to it, I would understand why they would want to keep that version of it. Absolutely. It makes perfect sense that the Hollywood Tower of Terror fits more <laughs> in Florida than it does in California. Oh, there's a, hey, Hollywood, there's Florida? a Hollywood Florida. Yeah, it's based on the story of Hollywood California Hotel. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact is there's still a... Hollywood. Come on, they got a, they got a Hollywood studios the over there. The story is about Hollywood, California's hotel. Ah, <laughs> uh, now you're getting too technical. Mm. Well, the point is that now, if you want to ride the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, you will still be able to do it in Florida. Unfortunately, you know you won't be able to do it here. The plans to continue with the Guardian Mission Breakout is still going to happen here, and yeah, let's move on right right so uh so back to the other stuff uh another big announcement that happened this last week was that hong kong disney is getting a crazy overhaul like over the course of uh 2018 through 2023 they are going to get two marvel areas including the iron man experience area that that's already, already been, announced. Uh, mm-hmm. been announced there's going to be two marvel attractions they're uh going to be added to the park they're adding a frozen section to hong kong <laughs> yeah you're laughing but <laughs> here's, here's what's happening with the opening of shanghai mm-hmm. hong kong disney's attendance is drastically dropping mm. because hong kong disney is the smallest of all the the mm-hmm. outs the disney parks that are outside of the u.s mm. so because of the scale of Shanghai because it's newer. There's like all the newer attractions. People are going to Shanghai instead. See, but that only makes me want to go to Hong Kong. The lines must be super short right now. No fast pass required. <laughs> <laughs> or single riders. Uh, that might be true, but I mean, the park is just losing money hand over fist. Right. And instead of closing it, they're going to plus it up. You know, Hong Kong has a very, it just, they have the version of Sleeping Beauty Castle that we have here in Anaheim. It looks exactly it just, the same. No, it doesn't. It looks really sad. No. It's, when you it's look exactly at the one here, the it's vibrant and like it's cheerful. And you look at the one in Hong Kong, it's like it just um it's not as colorful. The park doesn't look like it's kept up as much as Disneyland. Like when you look down the hub, it looks you like see Legoland. All the trees. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, no, let's be honest. It's not that bad. But <laughs> Uh, I'm actually glad that they're changing it. Hong Kong's actually getting their own castle. And one of the cool things about going to different Disney parks was that each one had its own castle. Right. So now Hong Kong is going to get their own. Good. Uh, They're going to get, like I said, the frozen area, a couple of Marvel attractions. So what's the Uh, castle they're getting? I don't know. Uh, I saw a mock-up. I I saw a rendering. I was a big fan of it. I saw a rendering of it, but I don't know what it's going to be called or who it's going to be based off of. Should have just been the frozen castle. 
I wouldn't doubt if that's what it becomes. Don't give them ideas. That's a great idea. That's a terrible I idea. And they can just it. exclusively keep the whole Frozen franchise over there. I what love this idea. <laughs> what about Califrozen Adventure? <laughs> don't no no don't yeah. ruin this plan. <laughs> the musical. And keep everything just, over there. Just All push it frozen. that way. She'll be called Frozen Land, like the whole th- the whole Hong Kong, right? Yeah, it's Califrozen Adventure over there. <laughs> I don't think it looked like Elsa's castle though. It didn't. Like it was oh, very narrow. Bad. It was very tall, if I remember this mock-up correctly. And and it probably wasn't fully colored yet, but it did have like a interesting color scheme to it. I, I wasn't a huge fan of it. I think I have to be a little more accustomed to it. Any chance of being like some sort of evil queen castle? No. That would be no, they, sweet, right? Come on. Awesome. No, I don't think it would be. I mean, they base off Shanghai was kind of in its own world because it was the first castle that wasn't based on a single princess. Mm-hmm. They just kind of made it like encompass all of them. And I don't know if they're going to try to do the same type of idea for the new Hong Kong castle. Uh, it just, I, I don't remember what it was based on. I'm going to try to find a picture and I'll try to find what it is. But yeah, go ahead and take a look at the picture that I'm going to go ahead and post in the blog post for the episode. Again, podcasters.com slash 128. Tell us what you guys think about it because it doesn't look like the other castles. But uh, I know that it's going to definitely be good for Hong Kong uh, just as an overhaul for the park because it's been open now 11 years. It opened like back in 2005. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like Shanghai, you were talking about it an episode or two ago how it hasn't even been open a year and it's already on course to be profitable. You know that it took Hong Kong seven years to make its money back? Right. Wow. Yeah, it's one of the longest spans that they've spent trying to make money back on the parks. So you're saying we should open a theme park? Do it, Javier. Let's do it. I just need investors and... Nobody help him. (laughs) Is he going to build it on his own? Yes. Come on. Using these two hands. Look, man, I just want some sort of villain land. That's all I want. Oh, I love that. See? I can easily get investors with this. I will fund you, sir. Thank you. Five dollars do it? You'll be my first Patreon. Very cool. Love it. I'll give you six bucks. (laughs) I'll give you six bucks and a Coke. (laughs) You know they're going to have a Moana thing at Hong Kong, too? Really? Yeah, there already. Was some, yeah, they were. I saw in the artist renderings that in the new castle. What if the movie bombs? It's not. It gonna doesn't bomb, look like dude. it's gonna. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> the way that it's going right now and the reviews that it's getting, there is no way that that statement is true in any way. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is on track to be one of the highest-grossing movies for Disney. Mm. Yeah, in the artist renderings, they had some stuff for Moana. I think she's like on a. Uh, what are the the parasail the parasails on a surfboard? What yeah. are those called? Parasails. I, parasails. Sure, sounds right. Yeah, she's like she's in the artist renderings uh, in front of the castle, like with the show that they're doing or something like nice. that. Nice. I don't know how familiar you are with all of the stuff they're doing with the Marvel expansion. If I remember correctly, they said that was going to be a ride very similar to what we have here for Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters. I think they're actually replacing Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters. There. No, really? Where? Yeah. In Hong Kong. Oh, man. I thought you were talking about here. No. I think uh, as part of the overhaul that they're doing, I may have heard incorrectly. Uh, I can verify, and I'll put it in the blog post in, if, in case I have to make a correction for it. But if I remember correctly, they are rehauling their version of Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters, and they're making like a Marvel-themed like Ant-Man type. It'll wow. be a similar type shooting thing where mm-hmm. you're going through and shooting maybe you're trying ants? to shoot ants or something like that. <laughs> no, wait. Oh, no. Ants are our friends. No, no, no. They no, are no. our friends. It's just lame that we all thought the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think they're basically re-theming that attraction. You, you said that it took uh, Hong Kong Disney roughly seven years to kind of make – what it took to build. Mm-hmm. With this new expansion, if no one's familiar, it's going to cost them $1.4 billion. Mm-hmm. How long do you think before they make that back now? That is actually a very interesting question because uh, with Shanghai open, Shanghai is still a bigger park. Right. And even with adding these additional attractions, it's still a much smaller park mm-hmm. in Hong Kong. Uh, in, I don't know. It's an interesting question to pose because... If it took them that long for an initial investment, 
Shanghai's already announced new lands too. Exactly. So the fact that they're going to open around the same time, people may continue to flock over to Shanghai. It's hard to say. You know, Disney fans, uh, hardcore Disney fans are hardcore Disney fans. Mm -hmm. And if new things open, they want to go experience them. So I think when they open, it may be easier for them to start making some of those numbers back if the attractions are good. Right. If they aren't as good as people are expecting them to be, then there might be, you know, a few more years than expected to make that money back. With Marvel, it's it's hard because it's not like one of those properties that just lends itself, you know, to have like a kiddie ride. I think it may have been you, Javier, that said that, you know, for Marvel, it seems more universal. Yes. Than anything else. Exactly. You know? uh, and Mario, you mentioned that the Iron Man experience was very much Transformers mm -hmm. to ride. And I think that's where that correlation came from, you know, that they seem very similar. It's not like... Heimlich's choo-choo train you know <laughs> it's it's definitely not a kid's ride right <laughs> but at the same time you also need more adult rides mm -hmm. I think that's one of the things that Disneyland is lacking and Star Wars land and hopefully upgrades to Tomorrowland will begin to fix that so if you can bring that type of ride here that's great for Hong Kong they just need these types of attractions to get more people to go to the park like I said, whether or not it's going to help and they make their money back in a year or two is still too far away to see. I think once we know what the attractions are going to be, we'll have a better sense of can they make that money back as quickly as, as they want to. Avatar ride. No, you got to leave that for Animal Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think I 100% agree with uh, what you're saying here. The, the biggest difference is that we're looking at uh, add-ons to Hong Kong. Versus this whole new experience that was Shanghai Disney. Right. Don't get me wrong. You're going to draw the crowds to be the first to enter and see this. This is the park that's going to have Arendelle in it, clearly. People are going to want to, like, experience just that, the visuals, before you even talk about rides and appearances and whoever's going to be there. But at the end of the day, it's still add-ons. You're still going to Hong Kong Disney, and you're familiar with the territory. When Shanghai, I think, is going to continue to draw crowds because it's this whole new world. I think that the addition of the new castle is going to make it seem like it's a totally different park. People that know the rest of the park, like that know Hong Kong Disney, will know that it's Hong Kong Disney because they visited before. But for somebody like me who's never been there, the experience of going to a brand new version of it, I think there's a lot to be said for that. I can get on board with that. So, again, I mean, I've never been to Hong Kong. I know definitely you guys haven't been to Hong Kong. What does that mean? Unless there's something you haven't Wait told me. Wait a minute. Me. Is there something you haven't I, told me? I, no, I've never been, but don't assume. Uh, trust me. I don't need to. I think it's I safe to assume. I know you haven't gone. <laughs> there isn't a knots over there. Uh, but if any of you have been to Hong Kong Disney, we'd like to hear back from you especially because, uh, you know, the addition of this new castle, the addition of this new land. One, what did you think of Hong Kong? Because I've heard conflicts that hong kong is better than shanghai and shanghai is better than hong kong wow especially if you've been to both parks leave us a comment uh we want to hear what you guys have to say about it and what you think of all these changes that are coming to hong kong does it make you want to go mm -hmm. all right guys i think that's gonna wrap it up for this episode all right cool all right anything else from you guys Indiana Jones. More Indiana Jones for Hong Kong. Okay, you need to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not part of these expansion plans. Don't hey, man. Tweet look, out a suggestion. Look, they listen to one. I'm hoping I can throw something else and they'll catch it. That's all. We'll, we'll see. Here's hoping, okay? I got my fingers crossed for you. <laughs> they already listened to Mario and they're taking Frozen over there. So. Exactly. Like yes. far, far, okay? Far away. Just, yeah. Far away, far away. <laughs> There you go. I love it. I uh, actually have a shout-out that I want to give. Um, listener David. Hey, David! You don't know what I'm shouting him out for yet. Oh, uh, I'll take it back. <laughs> I think we need to have Javier take things back more often like that. Oh, man. Uh, 
My bad. Uh, no, guys. Listener David, you guys know him as uh, at the Floors Workshop on uh, Instagram. Huge fan. He actually uh, thought of me when he went to the parks and Someone looked for a couple of. Yeah, wow. surprising, right? Wow. I don't even think of you when I go to the parks. Right. I know. <laughs> I love you guys too, Mario. Who? So, but uh, he actually picked these up for me. What? Are those the final checkout pins? They are final checkout pins. Nice. Circulation of 5,000 pins for each one of those, and one of these was an annual pass holder exclusive. Holy nice. macro. So there was no way that I was going to get at least one of them. It's but... not like you know an annual pass holder. Right? <laughs> that you you wouldn't have done it for me. I totally We just had this yeah, conversation not yeah, five right. seconds no. ago. You're right. <laughs> you would have kept any it, event, and you know I it. Totally <laughs> yeah, you, would, you know it. <laughs> But uh, in any case, like, David was at the park. He saw that these pins were there. He remembered that I was a pin lover, uh, knew that I wasn't going to get access to at least one of these, let alone both of them. So he actually picked them up for me. That's awesome. Wow. And gifted them. Yeah, David's I mean, a good guy, man. Uh, I've had several conversations with him. It's mind-blowing to think that people think of us beyond one hour every Wednesday. He treats yeah. you like, more like a brother than Hazen. Right? But then again, so do you. In any event. <laughs> that's true. That's not true. This mug. <laughs> look, look, let me tell you something. Yeah, yeah. This mug in yes. front of Mario treats yeah. him more like a brother than I do. <laughs> not true. That's a disclaimer. <laughs> no, but David, yeah. seriously, it, it really means a lot that you thought of me when you picked these up. Yes. It's really awesome. Like, this so isn't cool. stuff we really ask for when we do this. You know, it's like we're just here to kind of record and do what we do. And just the fact that. He remembered that I was a pin collector and got these for me. I appreciate that. Yeah, seriously. Well, at the next time, the next time we get together, whether it's uh, for a movie meetup or if we end up planning this bowling thing that we want to do, beers on Mario! Yeah. Yay! <laughs> for- I just, just want to point out to David, I collect G-Shock watches. <laughs> <laughs> get out! Get out! <laughs> Why are you still sitting? <laughs> Oh, I collect complaints via email. <laughs> Javier at fivegetsears.com. I hate to say this. I think our listeners have that already memorized. So. <laughs> All right. That's going to wrap it up for this week, guys. Perfect. Uh, if you guys have any questions, make sure that you guys send us an email. We're at comments at podcasters.com. Uh, if you guys have, if you guys want to check out some of the stuff that we talked about in the episode, some of the trailers, some of the videos, and some images about the topics that we had, uh, head over to podcasters.com slash 128. If you guys want to follow us on any of the social networks, we are at Podcasters on Instagram, on Snapchat, on Twitter. We are Podcasters on Facebook and also on YouTube. Make sure that you head over there, like the page, subscribe to the channel, and maybe like a few of those videos. Use that little thumbs up button that you see. Before we end the podcast, I'd like to remind you guys that Podcasters is brought to you by listeners like you. Aww. For as little as $1 a month, you can also be a fairy godparent to the podcast. The best way to do that is by heading over to Podcasters.com and clicking on the Patreon logo or heading over to Patreon.com slash Podcasters. That easy. It's that easy. And, you know, it's funny. I get asked all the time, does $1 actually really help? Uh, the answer is, yeah, it does. A lot, actually. <laughs> a lot. Especially over the course of a year, that $1 helps a ton. Yeah. So to everyone that's already a fairy godparent to the podcast, we just want to say thank you very much for the added support. Uh, I also want to say thank you to everybody that's currently using our Amazon link. Amazon! Make sure that the next time that you're going to make a purchase on Amazon, Amazon. head over to podcasters.com slash Amazon. Amazon. First, click on the big Amazon logo. Amazon. That will take Amazon. you over to Amazon, Amazon using our special link. And everything that you purchase won't cost you anything extra except for those few seconds of your time. <laughs> but we will make a small commission as a thank you from Amazon for going through our link. And just like Patreon, going through our Amazon link helps Amazon. us out a ton. So we really appreciate everyone that's taking the time to do that. It is absolutely the easiest thing in the world to do. I did it for everything I shop for for Black Friday. Just when you go to Amazon, think of us first. Go to podcasters.com, scroll down, click that link. So smart. You know what another really great way to help is? Commandeer somebody's phone and subscribe to our podcast <laughs> on their device. No, don't do that. No, no you should totally do it. <sighs> no. 
because then they have something to listen to. They're like, hi, friend, I'm bored and have nothing to do. And you're like, wow, well, let me get a podcast app. And then you subscribe to Podcasters. They're like, now you have something to listen to, friend. They're like, wow, thank you. Yeah, but don't just take the phone is what I'm saying. Why? I mean, that's the best way to get it done. Uh, no, you can just let them know about nah, that's boring. Podcasters. That's boring. I'm trying to keep people from getting hurt, going to jail. <laughs> that's just you <laughs> oh so you're saying do it nicely yeah if you do it nicely yes those things will not happen it's all forgiven especially if when you take the phone away you say some hilarious word like wazza wazza and then they know that you're just playing around and that it's a joke that you're right. gonna give them their phone back wazza mm. wazza waka waka was taken was oh yeah good point wiggity wiggity what <laughs> that should be on a shirt all right so that is gonna be it thank you all for listening as always until next week here is to beers cheers and make your ears have a fantastic week everyone with more pew pew gents with just three weeks till christmas Uh, walt disney gave to me forgot about this three ghost hitchhiking two finger points and a main street holiday tree sounds just like last week's no this one was better because it included the hitchhiking ghost uh and two fingers <laughs> oh, I'll take it back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>